As I mentioned, our legend of the game today is Anthony Chokmundine. He was such a superstar in rugby league. He took that sporting talent into the boxing ring, became a world champion, and um, now he does a lot behind the scenes. I know you know him well, Buzz, a lot behind the scenes for underprivileged um, kids, etc., which he doesn't get a lot of credit for, Buzz. No, he doesn't. And, the, you know, there were a couple of Anthony Mundines. There was the, the brash Anthony Mundine, the, the guy who was very flamboyant and mm. uh, outspoken to, to sell tickets to fights. But, you know, he, he's always, you know, I, I know for a fact, and we'll talk about it, he doesn't mm. drink, he mm. doesn't smoke, he doesn't gamble. He He's a terrific fellow mm. once you get to know him. And uh, I don't embarrass him now, but... Uh, yeah, he's done stuff in Australian sport and boxing and rugby league that other athletes have dreamed of. A wonderful athlete, yeah. And we're privileged to have him on the show this morning. Anthony, good morning. Hey, good morning, boys. How are you? Yeah, terrific. And thanks for joining us, Anthony. And we were just talking about boxing just then. Did you get a chance to catch up with the Liam Paro-Brock Jarvis fight? For those who are just joining us on the show. Yeah, Liam, yeah I saw that. I yeah. saw that fight last night. Some left hook, Anthony. Liam Paro's got. Short, um, yeah. I I I thought that Tara had the edge on him in skill, um, had a lot more skill, and um, but I didn't think he was going to end that early. But that's about that's boxing, you know. Sure, the big fight today, Chalk George Cambosis, his rematch against a great American fighter, Devin Haney. Is is George any hope? Or um, I mean, he's a punch. He's a puncher's chance, bud. I mean, he's a puncher's chance. I love Georgie, his dad, um, Jim. Jimbo, um, they're good, good, good people, um, but you know Devin's a, Devin, Devin, Devin's a a different, different sort of class fighter, and uh, I think it's going to be a, it's gonna, he's pushing, he's pushing stuff uphill, if you know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. What, what's he got to do different, Chalk? Because mm. I, I thought it was. Uh, uh, he's got to be, he's got to be try get, break break that distance, be more aggressive, um, hold on. I mean, hit on the brakes, all the things that's going to um, rattle up. Devin, Devin mm. just pure, pure block boxer, boxer puncher, and um, he, he got to, he got to break that distance, get on the inside, and and, and work that body. Yeah, no, it's going to be an interesting fight. Uh, Anthony, we were, Buzz and I were discussing it earlier. When a boxer loses a big fight, gee, it must be you need to be mentally tough to come back from that because a lot of fighters once they lose that sort of aura of invincibility, um, how do they regain that? How do they get back in the ring and think they can, for instance, yeah. how can George Cambosis get back in the ring today and say, I can win this title back? A lot of it, a lot of it's mindset. Mm. A lot of it's mindset. And, and the one good thing about George is that he's always had that, that great mind. Nobody thought he was going to be where he's at yeah. and, and win them titles. You know what I mean? But, but himself and maybe a few people around him. So he's definitely got that mindset um, in him. But, uh, um, he's got to try and put that on show today, I suppose. Chuck, retirement, how are you coping with it? It's been, you had such a colourful career over a long period of time in rugby leagues and George Illawarra and then you became a world champion boxer and I, I got the feeling you really enjoyed the spotlight, you enjoyed being a character, you enjoyed saying what you had to say. And Is it hard to just sort of disappear and I know you've you've got other goals in life but yeah tell us how you're coping nah I'm telling I'm telling good mate um I've always said it, especially when I was in my in my prime um and, and you know under that under that spotlight and being champion and things like that um 
I'm always, you know, sometimes I, sometimes I, you know, overwhelmed with the with the um, attention and and whatnot. So it's really, you know, it's uh, I don't I don't mind, you know, but living in the I have I've had my time in the sun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the young guys to come through and have their time. You know what I mean? So. I, but I know one thing, my legacy will never die and they can never take that away from me. So what, what I've done, not, you know, not just in rugby league, but in in sport in general, has never, ever been done. Not not on a man, mm. not in a, on a man, on on earth, not just in Australia, but on earth. And, um, you know what I mean? So I'm now one of the, one of the, the great champions that, that will, be, will be remembered. Chuck, there's been a lot of controversy around the Penrith Panthers and their grand final celebrations. Look, to be brutally honest, I didn't mind it. I love characters in sport. I don't like cliches. I, I don't like dull people. And what did you think of the likes of Jerome Luai and the way they behaved afterwards and the confidence? They're very cocky team. Hey, but... Listen, as I was coming up as a kid, and I'm I'm playing sports with my cousins and just competing at at, at, at any level. I would, I would, you know, if I win a, a a marbles match or a table tennis match or whatever it may be, um, when I'm competing, mate, I I sing my praises after. If I, if I won, and I, and, I, and I can, you know, I can I can do that and I can rub it in or just be confident and be happy with myself and and go go on the way I want to go on. I encourage that. You know, I think we need more characters and more. More, more um, professionals that mm. that really show show themselves as who who they really are, and um, you know, when when I you remember me and Nathan Blacklock, well, I start, I started it, but I done that first front flip, <laughs> and then Nathan Blacklock followed me with the with the mm. round off back flip. I should have done a round off back flip. That, that looked better. <laughs> but, exactly. But uh, but uh, when we started putting entertainment to the game. And you know, um, lighten it up as far as on the footy field and and the acrobats after it. Mm. We, we got ridiculed. We got ridiculed, and we got um, sort of defamed for doing that. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but and then, and then not long after, but that's because it was me, yeah. and because I, the relationship I have with the the love hate relationship with the, with the, the media and the way I was portrayed as a as a as a, as a man. Yeah. But um, and and not long after that, they started to have a post post try celebration. So I really, I really was the pioneer that that, that shit. You know what I mean? So <laughs> exactly. Well, Anthony, I know, it's, I know, I know, yeah. I know, we know we all know where that started from. Uh, exactly. Well, the other thing too, Anthony, is and I, I think we have to look at it because when the Penrith players after a game, they will, and I've been to Penrith Park mm. many times, that, that's my side, Anthony, they'll, they'll stay back and they will sign autographs for the kids Mate. on the field for an hour. It's, the kids like, love these like, athletes. Like I said, like I said, if you, if you, if you can, um, if you got the victory and you're a winner and you're, yeah. you're a champion, you know, win the premiership, you can do whatever you, you can do whatever you want to do. Exactly. You get yeah. the last laugh. You know, I mean, you can do whatever you want because you're the chance. And the kids love it. They they, they love to that's embrace the these athletes, that's, Anthony. You know? That's the thing. And like mm. you said, doesn't just just because they act a certain way doesn't mean they're not humble. Correct. Not yeah. appreciative because they'll sit down there and stay there for an hour hours on end to make sure everyone's um being up close and personal with them, got an autograph or whatever, mm. you know, photos or whatever. So it's you, know, you yeah. can't you can't um treat them. I mean, act them treat them a certain way. 
just for me being confident, being cocky. I agree. Yeah. Another player I love just for the way he carries himself is Latrell Mitchell, mm-hmm. and I'm sure with his Indigenous background and very, very sure. proud culture like yourself, I, I reckon you'd love him, wouldn't you, Chuck? Sure. Sure. Oh, sure. He's, he's the next gen. He's the next gen. You know what I mean? Yeah. The next gen, mean next generation mm. of, of warriors because, um, you know, he tops a lot of a lot of flack for, for his, his staunch, um, his staunch um, you know, proudness of being Indigenous mm. and who he is and where he comes from, you know, from Tari. Burpai country up there, and um, I know his father, Matty Mitchell. He he, he came down here as a junior when he was young. It was me, Wesley, Wesley P, and um, Matty Mitch. We used to hang out a lot, so mm. I'm, I know he his father very well. Mm. But um, Troll Mitt, he's an ex-gen. But uh, you know, in saying that, Troll Mitt, he was he was in a he's in a better, you know, as far as generational sort of era as far as racism. I mean, we still obviously we still have it. And it's always going to be there. We just, we just got to try and educate the people and try and smarten up the people. On on, but it's a lot more fashionable now to be Aboriginal and to to stand up for the black plight and the black sort of um, situation than it was when I was when I was going through it. Yeah, I, I think we're all a lot better educated in that area, Chalk, and and, and a lot of it's mm. owed to you because you're a trailblazer in that area. And Ray, raised the awareness, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, was, I wasn't just a trailblazer, Buzz. I was the, the one and only. Mm. Yes. I mean, there, was no, there was no one else. It was just me. How, how did you, Anthony, how did you cope at times? Because there, there, there was a lot of criticism at various times during your career. How did you cope with that? And I guess social media is a lot bigger now than it was back when you were playing and 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 boxing. But um, how did you cope with the personal criticism that was sometimes targeted at you? I was I'm just a, I was just a, alhamdulillah, thank Allah, thank God. I was just built different. Like everything that that they tried to harm me with, you know, whether it was words or whatnot. It just it was like water off a duck's back. Didn't 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 penetrate uh, my armor one bit, one non not even one little bit. So I was just built different. I was made mm. for it, and I was uh, my my inspirations was like the guys like Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, and the guys that were fighting for you know because on a bigger scale for, for their people. You know what I mean? Yep. And I was doing the same thing for, for my for my my mob and my Aboriginal brothers and sisters. What about your mate Sonny Bill Williams, Chuck? It's a shame he never got into the ring with Paul Gallen, but he's got a big fight coming up next month. Mark Hunt, the old UFC brawler. How's Sonny Bill going? Yeah, no, Sonny, dead. I spoke to him yesterday, actually. I haven't caught up with him for a while, so I just checked up on him how he's going. He, he said he's doing well. I'm going to probably yeah, check him out, check him sparring um, Tuesday or so and um, see how he's doing. But Is your dad um, training him still, Chuck? Yeah, he trains him here and there. Right. I mean, mm. he's, 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 he's had trainers from over in Ireland, but obviously he can't be here. So that sort of fills in at the moment. Um, but, you know, he's, the main guy is, um, oh, I forgot his name. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm always, Sonny knows I'm always there for him, I'm always there to help him. Oh, Chuck, it's, but, a, but, it's a wonderful story, your relationship with Sonny Bill. And I keep thinking back to when he walked out in Canterbury all those years ago and. It was really, really messy, and and he didn't have enough money, and but but you dug in and and you gave him a considerable amount yeah. of cash to to get him set up, and 
it, it's a really, really lovely story. It, bro- it broke me there for a little while, but I got back on my feet. So you're, cho- you've got plenty. <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he paid me back the money, I was right. But... Chuck, you are flying. You've got plenty. <laughs> hey, Anthony, I've always wanted to ask or know, um, any regrets leaving rugby league when you did? And I understand that boxing was calling and and what you became a world champion, but any regrets at leaving rugby league when you still had so much ahead of you on the, as on, on the football field? Man, oh, man, to be honest, I was the best player in the world at the time when I left. I could be the best. At, 100% I was in the top three. But um, the reason, you know, people, um, that, if you look at my history and the people that, that was around in my generation will know that um, I got dubbed uh, um, time and time again. And basically it was the power to I feel by the by the by the powers that be in charge to show that they were going to pick me when they were, they were ready to pick me, not when I was. But I, you know, obviously I was outspoken. I was very um, very vocal about my about my ability, and you know, I used to, I still welcome all 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 challenges. Mm. And those challenges was was the guys obviously in my my era, um, Laurie Daly, who I have immense respect for, Brad Fittler, who I have immense respect for, but I could say uh, I could say that um, every time I played them, every time we come up against them, and I'm, I'm not talking one game, two games. I'm talking over five, six years. But mm. you say you might might play them twelve to fifteen times, plus finals. My team beat their team, and we are played. I have played them every single time. Mm. And um, when it comes to a point where you know the ANZAC test um, in 2000, you know that was that was unavailable for for you know, eligible for for injuries or whatever. Um, and my last three games was Newcastle, like Newcastle, I killed it. Canberra in, in, um, in, against Daly at the SFS, I killed it. And then the Roosters down to win. And then I, I scored the win and tried to win the game. And um, they, they were going to... Um, I was picking the team the next day and, and, I, and I was very cautious, I mean, anxious to... Because everyone thought it was going to be me because they were unavailable. And when, when Who I was coach then, Chuck? Chris Anderson? Of Chris Anderson. And Chris yeah. Anderson's quote, guess what his quote was? Guess what his quote was? And you no, can pick up. Tell us. His quote was, Mundine didn't get picked because of his off-field um, hmm. antics or characteristics or something like that. And sure. that's, you know, I'm a man that don't drink, that don't smoke. I've never hmm. been caught on, you know... Being a public nuisance or any trouble or whatever. Mm. My only problem was I was a proud black Aboriginal Muslim man, and and mm. that kept me from from going. And Buzz, you must have admit, in 1999, I was the best player in the year, or top three at least in the, in, the, in the year. Oh look, and, I chalk. I I used to love watching you play football. And, as and, I, and Buzz and uh, Buzz, that took a 42 man squad, just like they're doing now with the World Cup. Mm. That's that's why. It's hard for me to watch the World Cup because mm-hmm. they took a forty-two man squad. When I talk of one team, when I talk of two teams, they took two and a half, three teams over to the World, mm. World, World Cup, and I didn't get picked. They wouldn't, they didn't pick me. And I was going to retire in '99, the end of '99. I was like, I had enough. You know, it made me really mad. But I said, I'll come back. I'll work hard in the off season. You know, I'll mm. start carving up again. And then I done that. And then the last three games, or the three games that I told you about just then. And me um, not being getting picked, even though Daly and Fitter wasn't there, and mm. picked brother Matthew Johns, who I love. But I know you're great the, friends with Matthew, aren't you? 
Yeah, I, I love Matty. He's a, a legend. But but in saying that, there's levels to this. And Matty was not on my level. Mm. And when I was at my best, not even daily, not even Fitler was on my level. And they know it. Mm. They'll always know it. Again, you've, 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 you're very close to those two, aren't you, Chalk? And um, it was wonderful rivalry back in those days. Oh, mate. mate wonderful rivalry. I, I couldn't have done I couldn't have, you know, they brought the best out of me, Buzz. I couldn't have done it without them. And like I said, I've got a, a, immense respect for both Freddie and, and, and um, Brad, Freddie. And, um, you know, I wish Laurie. nothing but the best mm. in life. Mm. Hey, Anthony, before I let you go, what, what, what's life like for Anthony Mundine these days? Man, I'm, I'm just cruising, brother. I'm just cruising. I've, just, uh, I've got a couple of businesses. I have a MGM, who's um, is my um, construction, indigenous construction company. With my good, good, good mate of mine, you might know him, the Phantom Siren. Back yeah, in the day, yeah. St. George. St. George, yeah, yeah. Cogra man. Yeah. Good man, the yeah. Siren. <laughs> he, he's, he's a good man, he's a great man, but we have a great great business, um, MGM, who we do um, construction with. I've got the disability sector with my sister. She's been in disability, disability space for some time. So I've got disability services called Miban, which means eagle in, in Bunjalung, which we want to soar, soar like an eagle, and... You know, provide oh, right. the people a great service, mm-hmm. and then I got the Monday mindset. The Monday, go to Monday dot Monday mindset dot com, Monday mindset dot com, and that's where I do all my public speaking to this, from a community level to a corporate level, and um, I'll get out there and, and tell my story through my story, inspire, motivate, regenerate, regenerate um, your, your soul, mm-hmm. and um, that's Monday mindset dot com. Yeah, well, it's it certainly is compelling to listen to you, Anthony. It always is. We really appreciate your time on a Sunday morning, and and we'll talk soon, Anthony. All the best. Thank you, Bob. Pretty much appreciate it. See you, see you, Bob. See you, boy. See you. Cheers.